Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back What's good, family, and welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Good Ho Road Studios. I am your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Tati. Wow, what's good, Ty? How you feeling? Live from the 215, JB. How you feeling, man? You know, I'm great, man. Live from the 215. You know how we do. And you know, I can't forget my other co-host, Lovey Miss T with the T. What's up, T? How you doing? I'm good, Jimmy. How about you? I'm doing good, Mama. I'm doing good. Remember, family, you call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, family, on this episode... We are continuing our Artist Spotlight series, and actually, we are kicking off our Artist Spotlight series, family. And I am so happy and humbled and honored to be joined by our guest tonight. And family, he has an extensive track record. I really, after looking and researching this brother family, I had to really take a look back and just say to myself, sometimes people, you don't meet people like this all the time, man. People that have done things in the industry, and you just sit there and you're like, wow, I'm shocked. What, this brother did this, what? So, family, I want to tell you a little bit about this brother. First of all, first and foremost, he's from Philly. So, welcome home, family. Welcome home. All right, all right. we in the building. <laughs> he had he was a part of a group called Amir, which actually had a hundred million YouTube YouTube views. The brother graduated from Berkeley College of Music. He has written songs for worldwide groups, including Boys to Men, as well as K-pop group Oh My Girl. He's nominated for two International Independent Music Video Awards in R&B and Soul and Rock. He has been accepted to the National Recording Academy Class of 2020. He recently dropped his EP, Dirty Truth. He is a conscious cat. He is creative. He is active in a community. Family, I want to introduce you to my brother, Sing. What's up, Sing? How you feeling, man? How you doing? Hey, listen, thank you, man. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Back home in my hometown, Philly, you know what I mean? And getting some home loving. So I appreciate y'all for having me on. And I'm I'm looking forward to sharing my, my story with you all. Listen, man, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm happy that you're on. I'm happy that you came and you, that you're able to share with us, man. You know, a lot of times people have a hard time sharing, you know, and I always, always mention that because it's, it's important. Man, I, I think I think your story is profound. Um, just from the research I've done, I think um, for cats in Philly that don't know about you, I think they should because I think your story is inspiring. And I think people people who don't know who you are, when they find out who you are, I think they're gonna fall in love with you, bro. Wow. So I am. Um, you know, we gonna kick the interview off. You know, I do a lot of talking on the interview, so I'm gonna let my brother Ty kick off the questions. Go ahead, brother Ty. Do your thing. Saying nice meeting you. That introduction sound like you the heavyweight champ. You was about to go into a heavyweight fight. You know yeah, what I'm mean? hey, hey. I was waiting for him to say 23 and 0 all by knockout. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's go. Um, it's true. It's true. You're actually new to me. I didn't really know a lot about you. And when I start researching you, I'm like, wow. Nah. And I mean, from Philly, and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Being a solo artist right now, how is it going for you? Uh, it's, it's very liberating. It's very uh, fulfilling. Uh, and mainly because I just get to do things on my own terms. I ain't got nobody mm. to answer to but me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm, my, that's the, real. the progression of my career is, is based on, on my movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm happy with the way things are going. I've got a ton of music. I'm, I've put out uh, my EP, which is called Dirty Truth. And it was it was very well received. You know what I mean? And it's I did things my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, it, which which was a lot different from, you know, my group experience. You know, when you're in a group, you got to consider other people's opinions. Yeah. Other people's feelings. You got to yeah. keep the vibe right because nobody wants to get kicked out. 
right? <laughs> you work, you know? And we started, the career started progressing and everything, but I just, you know, being a solo artist and doing things on your own terms, it's just like it, coming from working a full-time job to, to then going to working for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? The, the level mm -hmm. of fulfillment you get from that, the money can be slow, but you're doing your own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. it's, oh, I mean, I love it. I love being in my own lane yeah. and doing my own thing, baby. Now, are you signed to a label or you're independent? Yeah, I'm signed to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that, the independent artist thing, and um, right. I'm, I'm happy with that, too. Like, there's, there's so many levels of success that you can have as an independent that can only be um, expounded upon once you get signed to a label, if you do. Yeah. And if you don't, mm -hmm. listen, let me tell you, man, like some of these festivals out here that artists go to, I'll go to a festival and be like, I have not heard of you, but everyone else here has. Yeah. You're not signed to anything. Yeah. Who are you? How'd you do it? So <laughs> right. The lanes are wide open for people to do whatever they want to do. So no label. If it comes, it comes. If not, my people ready to rock with me. Yeah. Now, as far as performing, do you mm -hmm. plan on performing in Philly anytime soon after this pandemic is over with? I'm trying to perform any and everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen, we artists have been, I mean, we've done like the live stream performances, you know, all throughout the pandemic and everything. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats getting back on stage. It's just, yeah. I mean, and I've even done it too. And it's, it's been okay. Um, but it's, it's, the, it's the weirdest thing. Like you perform, you're killing it, you're vibing, you're zoning. And when you're done, you're just done. There's no, nothing. You're not getting anything right. back. You know what I mean? So um, I would love to get on the stage um, anywhere in Philly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've got some things in the works where once, once the OKs are, are, are official and it's safe for live performances, okay. I, I do plan on getting back home to perform yeah, right. my music back here. Okay. One last question before I turn it over to JB. Sure thing. The Dirty Truth. Tell me about this album, man. <laughs> okay. So Dirty Truth, um, I came up on that name because there's a lot of things in that, in that project that are considered my dirty truths. Um, it includes my, my fantasies, my inspirations, reflections of the times that we're living in right now things that I wish I'd done in the past and didn't, things that I still want to do. So I came to Dirty Truth because it's me in a nutshell, in six songs. This, this is the full embodiment of me, who I want to be, where I see myself, and where I've been. Wow, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I was, I was really intrigued presently by your international extensions. Your reach over in Japan, you reach mm -hmm. over in Korea with K-pop. I mean, K-pop is huge right now, man. How how did you, how did you, how did that come about? As far as you, you know, get, getting those those kind of contacts and moving on, because that's not, you know, that's not something every artist can do, you know, and and actually build a relationship mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? How did you, how did you, that come about? Right. Uh. Well, the the collaboration when I was doing things for Japan came through my workings with the group. Mm -hmm. There there was this label out there called Manhattan Manhattan records and what they did they would they would basically contract us to do covers compilation albums every year every year so we have like 11 or 12 volumes of cover compilation albums that we did for them every year and the end goal for us was to to eventually have enough material over there where we could where it would make sense for us to get over there and perform uh but over over all those years over all the time that was passing i'm just like if it ain't happening yet I don't think it's happening. Like we need to either streamline this, make it make something else of this connection. Right. We want to do something else. And I'm okay right. with that. You know, if something's not working, I'm not gonna keep doing the same thing over and over again. Nah, that's insanity. I feel you. <laughs> okay, that's insanity. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Exactly. Um, but it, what ended up happening with Korea was that my homegirl, um, she also we went to Berkeley together. Uh, she's out in LA now, massive songwriter. She's wrote she's written material for any and everybody. Mm. Right. So she got hit up uh, to, to go over there for a songwriting camp. I'd never been to one. She's like, yeah, same, I'm going to the songwriting camp. It's in Korea. I have flight anxiety for something this long. This flight yeah. is, it was, I don't even remember how long it was, but we we're in the air forever. Like a day. Pretty much. Like, you lose a day doing it. And she said, um, I really wish you could come with me. Cause we've written a lot together too. And I said, well, well, who are the contacts? Like, let's, let's get that out there. Let's see what's, if it's possible. 
So she sent them all of my credentials, all my credits with the group uh, that I've written for Boys to Men already. And they said, oh, you're bringing him. He's coming. We <laughs> <laughs> need him for this. We need him for this. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and it was just such a beautiful experience being there. I'd never been to Korea before. Uh, and, and the way writing camps work, they bring in people from all over the world. You know, so I was one day in the studio with people from Korea. I was in the studio with people from the Netherlands, with people mm. from um, other parts of Korea and other parts of the world. And each day they put you in a room with different people. And your objective is to write a song with these people. Um, wow. And some of the bigger K-pop labels would come in the morning. They would brief you on what they're looking for. You got to make something that fits what they're looking for. Um, and at the end of that week, we were there for, I think it was seven days. We wrote Monday through Friday, had a chill day Saturday. Sunday, everyone played what they'd written. Tons of songs, tons of songs. And out of the five that I'd written, three of them got placed. So like the the hit with um Oh My Girl. Yeah. Um that one was a really good one. It came like it was like perfect timing. Like it was it was perfect. That worked out. And then two of the other ones got placed with TV shows. So I mean I, I was just so grateful for it. And um they said they're definitely gonna have me back at some point and I can't wait to get back over there. I love it. Man. Everything is great. Yeah. <laughs> you see, and, and you know, you don't hear about those kind of things. Songwriting camps, like goodness gracious, like well, you yeah. know, where I'm from. They call it boot camp. You know, okay. they call it they call it boot camp. You get in there, you get with your boys, and we compete. Look, you write uh-huh. your verse, I write my verse, and we look, we getting it, right? Right, right. So, right. you know, in, in a more in a more international friendly manner, I, that mm-hmm. that to me seems like the best cohesive way to get the most out of the songwriters. And then not be a thing where it, it's it's I'm trying to do a comp, more of a competition. It's more of a let's collectively make this work. Right. You know what I mean? Let's let's get this, let's make this a great piece of art you know, together. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, me and Ty are always talking about how important it is for artists to come together and create things, yeah, you know, yeah. because a lot of times, you know, in American society, particularly in, in black and in black music, we, we're, we're really like separatists. We're, we're individualists. We kind of yeah. yep. do everything separate. You know what I mean? And, and you can see that in a lot of, even in K-pop that that's a, that's, that's not the way they do it. It's really a growing, they, they really created their own vacuum and made it yep. worldwide. It you is. I mean? it's very clever. It's, it's, it's a pretty dope thing, man. So I, I, I'm honored, you know, that you even had that experience. You can tell us about it. You know what I mean? That's pretty. That's pretty dope, man. It is insane, man. And and you know what? And they appreciate having people from all over the world come there to do that. Yeah, I mean, so it was never like a situation where we would where anyone who wasn't from there felt uncomfortable. Right. Well, it was right. very welcoming, and like there was one day I wanted to go shopping somewhere, had nowhere, no idea how to get where I wanted to go. This woman really took her time to give me explicit directions, tell me exactly where to go. If you need help, if you need to get run into something, just hit me up here. Didn't even really know her. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was a really nice vibe out there on top of having the musical experience with people from all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. T, T, look, before we go to break, T, go ahead and, get, go ahead, go ahead and, and, and talk to Sing. Hi. What's up, T? <laughs> um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did it feel? Because I see that you were recently uh, accepted to the National Recording Academy, class of 2020. Mm-hmm. How did that feel from being, you were the, the group, and you were writing, and now you're accepted to the academy? Yeah. It's, it's, it feels incredible because that's always been a long, a long time dream of mine to get into the academy. You know, it's huge. Um, and, you, and it's not like something where you can just apply and expect to get accepted. Yeah. You have to have, you have to have credentials. You have to have uh, proof of your artistry, you know, catalogs. You need to have, you know, experience in the industry. It's not, and you have to get referrals. You yeah. have to refer and recommend you for it. All of that is considered and people get turned down, you know, and I, I was just honored that, you know, though I'd left the group at that point and, you know, hadn't really been associated with them since then, um, that I did like, everything for a reason. Like I was with the group all these years, we did all these things and it, this ends up being one of the reasons why I needed that group. Yeah. Who knows what I, what I would have done beforehand and if it would have been enough to get into the National Recording Academy. Yeah. You know? and, and the next step for that is, I'm gonna be submitting my music, uh, my future projects, uh, to the academy for Grammy consideration now, you know. There you and, go. And we're gonna clean up. 
<laughs> yeah, I love clean. his philosophy. He's like, we gonna clean up. That's yeah, right, boy. Get, get it. Twenty-three and oh, all by knockout. <laughs> <laughs> about, man? Listen, man. You man, cut these gloves off. <laughs> go ahead, T. Go ahead, T. Go ahead, get one of them before I take a break. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I have another one too. So I see that, like, because you're from Philly, boys, man's from Philly. How did that come about? For your eyes, okay. Love to tell you about it. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. So we were working with this uh, producer named Emil. He's out of LA, and he sent us a song. It was half written. It was just like, check this guy, check this out, guys. If you like it, you can record it and have it for yourselves. Whatever. It was a verse and a hook. Mm-hmm. I love the song, right? And I was just like, well, I'm just gonna write a second verse. I mean, let's, let's just wrap this song up. I'm gonna write a second verse. We wrote the second verse, and then the song laid like that. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, boom. We ended up going to L.A. maybe a year later, hung out with Emil. He plays the track again. He's like, man, we never finished this joint, man. This joint's great. What y'all trying to do? I said, let's finish it. We're all, we all here. But I was the only one who participated in finishing writing the song. So we're all, the whole group is in the session. Unfortunately, you know, cats were kind of like on their phones or hanging out, doing whatever else. Me and the other guys were writing. We're writing. And so the song is finished finally. And yet another year later, Emil hits me up and he's like, hey, look, um, have Wanye in the studio. He heard this song and they want to use it for their next album. Are you cool with that? What do you mean am I cool with that? <laughs> yes, yes. And then, and then, it, then you know, I kind of had to watch guys struggle and be like, yeah, well, you know, I was there, we were there. We were in the session. No, we gotta get the credit too. It doesn't really work like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. What did you write? <laughs> and that's no slight. It's just that opportunity presents itself, and whether you see it or not in the moment, you just gotta be present. Mm-hmm. You gotta be present. They all could have been a part of it, but they chose to do other things during that session. So, you know, a, a lot of paperwork and a lot of a lot of time passed before they put that album out. But it, it ended up being on their album called Collide. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's called "As Long as I'm with You." Man, wow. stories, family, stories. Singers dropping these stories, dropping his knowledge, telling us about his his career. Um, you know, I'm I'm really just again I'm honored just by by you sharing, bro. Um, your, your track record's extensive. You know, and, and then on the next segment, we're gonna go back to you know the, the younger sing, the sing sing, and uh, <laughs> okay. So we're we gonna talk about some. We're gonna talk about you know, right. growing up in Philly and what that was like. But uh, remember, family, okay. if you like what you hear, you wanna leave your comments, question, calls at eight four four eight four four one two four four. Again, that's eight four four eight four four one two four four. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail dot com. It's j i double m y b o n d s podcast at gmail dot com. You will listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Okay, all right, yeah. This is Reverend CC Chicken Wing, and I love listening to the Jimmy Barnes podcast. Insightful, thoughtful words that uplift the people and bring them knowledge to the people. That's the brother Jimmy Barnes right there. You can reach out to the brother too at the Jimmy Barnes podcast at gmail.com. This is Reverend CC Chicken Wing. I'm praying for traveling mercy, Lord, bless me on the road. I'm praying for traveling mercy, Lord, bless me on that road. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybosspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybosspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bob's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Now, family, again, on this episode, we are continuing our Artist Spotlight series. This is our second season. We are kicking off our season with a great artist, my brother Sing, all the way from Philly. <laughs> I say all the way from Philly, but no, he's back home, family. 
I think you live in where you live at now, Boston. Yeah, I live in Boston. He's, yeah, he's, Boston. he's you know, he, you know, Berkeley. Berkeley's up in Boston, so you know, I understand. You get your, your transplant <laughs> going. I understand. I did. <laughs> You did, but um, yeah. I'm a, look. I'm a transplant myself, so I can't even. I can't even talk. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but seeing, I thought it'd be good on this segment that we talk about your roots and and where you're from. Um, we talked a lot about you know your career and, and your accomplishments within your career, but people often you know they don't talk about they don't want to talk about you know the things they've been through to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. And you know, I noticed that you went to the. Um, Philadelphia School uh, Performing Arts. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could be saying that wrong. Okay, I could be. Well, saying all right, you got real close. You got real close. Uh, Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts. They, they abbreviate and just call it Kappa. Yeah. So you, you went, you went there, and now, <laughs> you know, you grew up in Philly, man, and and you had these roots. What was it like, you know, growing up in Germantown and and going to school there? And pursuing this career, like you always, I'm sure you always knew, like, yo, this is what I want to do in my life. I want to, I want to pursue this career. I want to sing, no pun intended. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that you know, this is this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Right. So what what was it? What was it? What were the experiences like growing up in Germantown? It wasn't. It wasn't really the most musical for me initially, um, because I, I always knew I loved music, but I, I didn't really get into thinking that I could do it until around like eighth grade. Mm. So I was, I can tell you a little bit about that. So I was, we're in eighth grade. We're just walking back from some field trip. Uh, the girls asked me like, oh, well, I think Mark's, I think, I think Mark sings, Mark, I think Mark sings. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, won't you sing something for us? Sing something. I was like, okay, I sang something. All the little girls was like loving it. And I said, wait a minute now, wait. <laughs> kind of like write you little poems and slip you notes to the desk or whatever you yeah. want. I'm caring about that, but I sing this, and now you like me. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna do this. This is what I'm, gonna do. I'm gonna sing. That's what I'm gonna do. So from there, I um I had a very difficult choice to make at a very young age. So all of my friends were going to uh, one high school. All of them, like the whole grade, was going to one high school, and I'm like, yo, but I really want to go to Kappa. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. I really want to like do this music thing. I, I got to do it. Yeah. So I auditioned, didn't initially get in because I auditioned on piano. I've been taking piano lessons and playing for mm-hmm. my church. Mm-hmm. I couldn't read music that well. And they were looking for someone who could, you know, just show a little more proficiency on piano. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the audition and I'm like, I'm down because I know I played like trash. I know it was bad. But the teacher, uh, Mr. L, Mr. Lazinski, he said, can you do anything else musically? Do you do anything else? I see you have the passion, the love. What else can you do? Mm. Give me something. I said, I can sing, man. I can sing. I sang. He's like, that's what you're going to do here. You're good. <laughs> Don't even wait for the letter. You're getting in. <laughs> yeah. Was my, that was my story of like really getting into it, making it happen. I mean, my dad was my, one of my first inspirations because he played keys. Mm. He showed me how to first start playing piano. And from there... I started to grow and love that, um, but then the singing just took over. Yeah, just took over. Man, man, like, hey, that's I mean, that's, that's normally how it happens, man. Like, you know, like you know, there's always a teacher. They say that just like you know, like no, 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 I'm not gonna deny you your opportunity. You're gonna get in here. We're gonna make mm-hmm. sure you do this. We're gonna make sure. I mean, and that's how you know right. that you know the, that the tables are kind of laid out in a way for you that that you might not have thought before. You know what I'm saying? And and like you said, it, it was trash. It was trash. <laughs> but like, yo, he's like, yo, what else can you do? What else can you do? I know you can do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? People sing, don't they? Can you do that? <laughs> or can you rap? Like, what you <laughs> Like, hey, man, don't do that to me, man. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, thankfully, you know, that opportunity didn't, didn't get away from me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, and from there, I just kind of cultivated the craft. You know, I was, so it's a, that performing arts high school, they have a classical music program. And I hadn't taken any voice lessons at that point, I'm just raw. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, they're, they're training you and teaching you classically. So I'm singing, you know, songs in Italian, songs in German, songs in Hebrew, mm-hmm. um, and just learning that classical operatic tone. And then, and then being able to incorporate that into the, R&B that I was singing. It was just such right. a blessing to have that. Four years of that. You know what I mean? Well, and one of my, 
right? <laughs> no, it really is. I mean, if you, if from, you said what, in high school? That's from ninth grade to 12th grade. That's four years. Yeah. I mean, just the, the, the cultivating of your voice, okay. particularly okay. even at, at a teenage age, you know what I mean? It's so critical. Mm -hmm. You know, those lessons you learn about, you know, octaves, the lessons you learn about tone. Um, I'm not a singer, you know what I mean? I don't know, I don't know nothing about no singing, but <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, just just listening. I, I have ears. So I'm just listening to it. You know what I mean? You can just tell that that it it takes it takes training. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's not it's not it's not. Let me wake up in the morning and brush my teeth and go sing. It's it's let me. Never it's, it's it's a you know. Let me get my voice together. Let me get my voice ready. You know what I mean? And the voice is an but instrument. That's what defines him as an artist. Though. He practices craft. Well, that's yeah. That that's one of the things. I mean. Some artists don't understand about practicing the craft. They just want to. Uh, they just want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. But you know, and some people got it like that though. Some people. Some people. Some people just have that gift. They just wake up and sound like a, a hummingbird. Just it's true. No, some some yeah. people do. But you know, a lot of times that still has to be cultivated. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want longevity, that still has to be cultivated. Right. You know, if you want to win, bam, and be out. That's 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 on you. But you know, to, to master something and then to move on to something else is very critical. And I, I say that because, you know, you started out in R&B, but you have a very heavy rock influence as well. Right. And, and you know, I'm, look, I'm, I'm a rock. I'm a rock guy myself. They got fireworks going on. I'm a, I'm a rock guy myself. Okay. Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Errol okay. Smith. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Blink yeah. 182 when they was popping. Yeah. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, like, look, Nirvana, Dave Grohl is, is, is Dave Grohl is a star in my house, okay? I'm just okay. telling you that right now. Okay. So, you know, watching watching you and watching your videos and seeing your rock influence. Yeah. Um, you know, was that something that you thought about like when you were coming up in, as as a child? Was, or was that like, yo, I'm gonna this is this is something I want to do with it with what I'm doing right now? Man, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm very glad you asked that because it was it was something I'd started getting into. Okay, so when I I love Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. When I first started like realizing that yes, I like Michael Jackson, it was his music that had rock in it. It wasn't um Jackson Five Michael, it wasn't yeah. The Girl Is Mine Michael, it yeah. was Beat It Michael. Yeah. It was black yeah. or white Michael. Bad, that, yeah. Oh. That, that bad album. Mm. That album was was religion. That was bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See? Yeah. So so I started, you know, I always had that initial influence, but then when I was getting into in the high school and expanding, you know, my uh, research into different genres of music, I came across, you know, some rock music at that point. And I'm loving it. I'm playing it in the house loudly, loudly. And my dad was like, uh -uh. nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I mean, he wasn't really listening to the lyrics. He just heard the aggression in there. Yeah. And that is just like, we're not doing that in my house. I'm a deacon at the church. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't have you bringing out this, this music and embarrassing me. Oh, and end was put to that um, while I was still under, that, under the roof, you dig? But once I got out, it, it never left me. Yeah. You know, I always found myself still kind of writing with that sound in mind, but yeah. just flipped it to R&B so, so I could do it while I was home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm -hmm. later, I just I was able to fully spread my wings and expand. It, it was a long time coming for me to figure out a way to, you know, even incorporate that into R&B and call it like what I call alternative R&B or chocolate rock. Chocolate rock. Yeah. I love that. It, okay. Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. Rock, man, and uh, and I'm just, I'm just happy it works. Yeah, it does. It, it works. It, it works. It's it's you know how people like it's original. I don't. I can't say oh it's original. Like no, it, it works and it's expansive. If you understand what I'm saying, it opens up. It opens up your audience. It opens up your who you can reach. You know what I mean? And and I'm, I'm I you know some people might look at that as a marketing tool, but I look at it as as a, as an evolving mm -hmm. part of as being an artist. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, dude, you've been you've been singing for a long time. Isn't it time for you to try something else? You know what I mean? Not not to say that you can't try. You know that you got to stop singing, but isn't it time for you to try to evolve as an artist? And and you know, before I'm going to ask this question, before I I, I toss it over to Ty, mm -hmm. I, I I thought about it in the sense of, do you view yourself more as an R&B artist or an artist that does R&B? Yeah, it's it's more it's more of an artist that can do R&B. 
You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I, I don't, I don't wish to be defined by any genre, not even, not even chocolate rock or alternative because yeah. uh, I tell people I do R&B, I'll do that in my sleep. I, I've been doing that. I've yes. been doing that. You know yes. what I mean? That's not a yeah. question. I was in an R&B group. <laughs> Built a career off of it. That's fine. Yes. Cool with yes. that. So, and if they ever need me to do like a tribute to someone at the Grammys, I can sing the R and B, but I'm gonna do this rock too. <laughs> and, and you know, it's for my people. If you like it, loving and want more of it, come on, follow your boy. Listen. And if it ain't for you, it ain't yeah. for you. Listen. They don't know. They don't talk. Listen. They don't know about the, the black alternative thing. It's a big market. It is. It's not the people. I mean, it's been around for at least at least four decades. I'm just telling you, at least four. It's right. been around. It's just that you know they don't talk about it. It's not as prevalent in the market or in the media, but it's out there yeah, and it's yeah. major. And right. people are really into it. And it's not just black people that are into it. Mm-hmm. It's it's all types of races that love this music. Right. And you know we know where rock and roll comes from. Rock and roll is not mm-hmm. quote unquote a white thing. You know That's what I'm saying? It's right. rock and roll. It, it comes from comes from some of the best chocolate brothers we know, right? So, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's I, I only, I bring that up too, just because I, I just wanted to point that out, that like, you know, I watch how you evolve as an artist. I've seen that you have not let one thing define you. And me and Ty are always talking about how big it is for artists not to be in a box. That you can't be in a box when you're an artist, particularly in this day and age, because you don't want to be defined by what they say you are. You, yeah, exactly. you want to be defined by who you, who you become, really. And, you know, I mean, that's, my spew about it that's my view that's my philosophy you know what i mean yeah you're absolutely right about it because when we were we were in the times where labels owned everything and you had to try to get the attention of the label people were not being true to themselves until their third or fourth album yeah because you had to be a part of the product you had to be a part of the machine exactly and and then now i'm just grateful that today it's not necessary it's great but it's not necessary. It really isn't. It no. really isn't. No. And there'll be somebody who wants to hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So I go ahead, man. Go ahead with yes. your question, brother. Sing. Yes, sir. You performed around the world. Can you name some of the places you performed at? And what was the best place or venue that you performed at? Man. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Right. I like how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> so in my in my travels as an artist, um, you know, with the group and as a solo artist, I we've been to um, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, London, Serbia, China, Bahamas, and I'd say most of the United States. Mm. Uh, we 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 got around. We got around and. Um, I, I can also say Korea. I did sing in Korea too. <laughs> so, um, but I'd say one of the best best places we performed at was in Germany. I'm not sure which which city it was, um, but it was. We were packing out clubs. We were on tour. We did two tours over there. Mm. We're packing out clubs, and there's this one. I mean, the stage was the stage was like a Paris Fashion Week runway. It was like that. It was it was insane. There were people lined up right on the edge of the stage, all the way as far as you to see you know what i mean and they're they're loving it they're singing back to you but you're singing to them that's that's the biggest thing artists will tell you like yeah the nah. crowd i just put the mic out and they sing my song and they start singing the song for you <laughs> yeah you ain't gotta do the work when you ain't gotta do the work it, it, oh man let me tell you <laughs> all right right after so after some time on the road your voice tired you know that high note is coming yeah <laughs> <laughs> they all do it they all do it but you know uh, but it, it was it was really good times just being out on the road, and I, I can't wait till we can you know just get back to to performing and and touching people's lives and letting them know like who you are and letting them experience my artistry. Is there any country or venue that you haven't performed at yet that you would like to? Afro punk, Afro punk, and I want to do. I'm going to do every city they go to, right? <laughs> No, Afro punk festivals, seriously, like they're they're really just so unique in how they operate. Just the people, the people that that are attracted to Afro punk, the crowds, the the artists that are there, everything. Every I've only been once, and that my one experience going there, I was just 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 drawn in, and it changed my life. You know, just to be in that atmosphere. It was at the one in Brooklyn. Uh, a couple of years ago, and it's just you're out there, you're under the stars, the summer stars at night, like all this great music is being played, people vibing, like 
somebody's eating food, chilling over there, people smoking over there, somebody's running around naked over there. Like, it's just freedom. That's you know the right. It's just complete freedom. And, Yo, it is. and, and no, no, no chaos happening. No, you know, no, these people like vibed out. So awesome. get on there. Mm-hmm. Dope, man. Yeah. No, T, go, go ahead. T, you got any questions? Um, my question for you is, uh, Ty already asked of the states where you said um, Afrofuck and like where you would tour. Mm-hmm. Which one was the best that you got, that you can like remember offhand? Was the best performance in the best country you could was here? Hmm, the best performance. Let me see. Let me see if I can get like the best country, I should say, or wherever. What was the best one? I love every country I've been. I'm like politically correct. What would what right, right. Let, let me be I won't mess my money up. Hold on. <laughs> no, I mean I've I've had I've had great experiences. You know, each each place is different. You know, and each place, you know, will give you a different vibe. Um some place may have, like I said, like great food there or great hospitality, beautiful women, you know, people who are just music heads who don't really care that you're somebody popular. They just appreciate what you do for being you. You know what I mean? So I mean, di- different places hold different places in my heart for different reasons. They do. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily put one above the other because I'm just, I just experience it openly, you know? That's true. That's I hope answer. that makes sense. <laughs> Then there's one other question that I've been dying to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I grew up watching 106 and Park, mm-hmm. and I read somewhere that you performed on Wild um, Wild Style, you and your group. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. How was that experience like? Nerve wracking. <laughs> Nerve wracking. <laughs> Nerve wracking until okay. So it was nerve wracking because this is a, a live TV performance. It's not being pre-recorded. If anything goes wrong, you got to fix it on the spot. Yeah. I mean, and we we're, we're well rehearsed. We we did not set ourselves up for anything like that. But just sometimes you just never know what's going to happen. Um, we had people bringing us like clothes that we were going to wear, and I just didn't really feel like I looked my best, and I just felt <laughs> awkward in it. You know, people give you clothes, and it's like, where are these? I don't want to. But anyway, um, all the nerves went away after I heard the other artists we were competing against. Mm. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like, I'm just like, yikes. We got this, so let's just get prepared to win because we're going to take it, you know? Um, just be honest, just be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. They were cool, but they just wasn't messing with us. No. Nah. And, you know, LeBron and them would say that if they were going up against a trash team, they would just be like, well, we, we knew it was in the bag. We knew he was going to sweep the series, so... <laughs> <laughs> swept all three rounds. Oh, I'm just so proud. <laughs> it was a wonderful experience. The prize was they would sponsor a pizza party. Uh, that was the prize. Uh, so we just put that pizza party into the community. We held a concert uh, no. community at a local YMCA. Yeah, so a lot of families came out with their kids. A lot of fans came out, and there was just pizza. Everywhere. 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 <laughs> Enjoy the show. That's nice. That's dope. That's dope. Right. Now, listen, you know, like, you know, you've had a lot of success, you know, 106 in Park. I saw, also, I think you also did um, America's Got Talent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just major success. What have you failed at? What would have been your failures? Wow. What would be my failures? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that question. <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of ups and downs, you know, in trying to get to where you want to be as an artist. And I wouldn't say these are failures, but these were obstacles that, we, that I've had to overcome. Um, some of which have been uh, battles with weight. Um, so there was at one point when we were in the group and we, were, we literally went to every label in New York City for interviews, for showcases or whatever. And they all said the same thing. You're too fat. Too many of y'all fat. And, and I was at the time. Like, they're not even lying. I was, like, rolling around, like, uh, we're going to sing, but what we eating later? Okay? That's, that's what it looked like, and that's what I felt like, too. You know? And it just got to the point where it's like, okay, if we're going to be denied, it is not going to be for our talent, and it is not going to be because 
we are fat. We're going to get in shape. And if they just don't have room for us or don't have a need for a group, fine. But it's not going to be for something that's under our collective control. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, but we yeah. had a, we had a big brother in the group. Um, he's six, four or six, six, somewhere between six, two and six, four, two hundred pounds, whatever. You can have one. You're not one. You can't have three. <laughs> you just can't do it. So that was that was really something to, to overcome. So it it and it was causing us some failures because of that. But as a result, you know, we just decided like we really gonna do this. We got we got the talent. We just need to really work on us. So we dove into that and I think I'm still doing all right to this day. We <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> Still doing all right, so yeah. Well, you know, even saying that, that's pretty interesting because I thought I read somewhere that some members of the group actually went into like um, fitness training. Yeah, is that, is that right? Yep, yep. There's one member, but that's the one that was always in shape. <laughs> he was always in shape. He don't even need to work out. It's genetics. This boy got it. He just got it. He just got it. Coming in, this, this dude would have. He would go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a, a large coffee with. 10 sugars, 10, and then be like, yeah, I worked out today. Hmm. <laughs> good, still looking good. You guys need to work on that, though. Like, all right, dude, whatever, man. I hate those dudes. You ain't been in the gym in three years, and you still uh -oh. look great. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about donuts while you're talking. <laughs> man, insane. Absolutely insane. That's crazy, man. Well, Todd, go ahead, go ahead, man. Throw your last question there before we go to break, bro. All right. It's actually your name. How did you get the name? Was it given to you, or how, how did it come about? It, it was definitely given to me. Um, so I'm in the fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Mm. And me and the bros, we took a trip to Atlanta once. And everybody, everybody had like a cool nickname that they were going under while we was on the trip. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. I did not have one. And one of my brothers, one of my brothers was just like, or no, it was one of the guys who was with us. But he's like, hey, you sing, right? What up? Sing, sing. <laughs> Birthday blink. He just started saying all this stuff, started rhyming, sing, sing over and over and over again. I started calling me that on the trip. Yeah. And at this point, I'd already been in the group for a number of years. I'm just thinking, I kind of like this as a name, and I like the way it sounds when the ladies say it. I like when they hear a lady say, Sing sing, but they never just say like like oh sing sing whatever. Hey sing sing. <laughs> Ooh, I need more of that. I need that. Especially okay. the different accent, right? Oh, and the different accents too. The accent, imagine, <laughs> imagine. So I'm just like, yeah, we're gonna rock with this sing sing. <laughs> and then, and then when I when I transitioned to being a solo artist, I just figured you know keep some familiarity, but also make a change. So just drop yeah. one. Sing. And no dudes, no men call me Sing Sing really outside of the people who named me. It's too delicate sounding. No dudes would be like, hey, what up, Sing? Before I even said my name, my name was Sing. Dudes are not doing the double. No double. No, no, no. Yeah, but that's where the name came from. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. That's really dope. Thank you. Well, on that note, fam, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Jimmy Boss Podcast in Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. So dirty. How could you act like that? You told me she cheated, but you didn't say the guy was you. I feel so stupid, and I never wanna hear from you. Make a 
Welcome back to the Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Again, family, we are continuing our Auto Spotlight series. And on this episode, we are joined by my brother, Sing from Philly, but but chilling in Boston. <laughs> but family, no, really, we we've been talking to Sing about his his career, what he's done in the past, what he's currently doing. You know, he shared some of his stories about where he got his name from. He shared some of the stories about you know where he's traveled, where he's toured. Um, again, as I say, family, his track record is extensive. He's done a lot in his career. Um, he talked about some of his failures. <laughs> talked about his successes. But family, in this segment, I thought it would be great to talk to Sing about the future mm-hmm. and about what he sees himself doing in the next five years, um, next even the next year for that matter. Uh, just you know what he sees and what 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 he got lined up. What's coming next? Mm-hmm. Well, so what's, up, Sing? what's coming next, man? I tell you, man, I've got, I've got my intention set for the coming year for 2021. I, I took some time to really think about, you know, what I want to be doing. And as an artist, you know, some of the things that we've already touched on was getting getting back on stage, getting back to performing again. Um, live streaming is cool and it gives the people a little something to, to stay connected to. Um, but I love to connect in person. Mm-hmm. So the soonest that we're available to to get back on stage, that's, that's one of the biggest things I'm doing. Um, there is a tour that's in the works right now that I'm in touch with the people about. And this tour has dates all over the country and a couple, couple spot dates in Europe. Um, and it's, I was supposed to be on it, or I was being highly considered for last for this year, for 2020. Mm-hmm. And for 2021, you know, they're, they're still back to, you know, they want me back. So <laughs> looking forward to that. I have a great relationship with um, money, and I'm going to make a lot of it in this <laughs> year. Okay? I think no, I, no. people have a lot of stigma, stigmatisms no, about, no. like, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. It's the people. <laughs> that have the money that's not doing the good things with it. So just to make money, um, doing what I love. Yeah. Um, traveling. Yeah. When I have Egypt and Cuba wow. on my agendas for this year, for 2021. No doubt. no doubt. And just some personal growth things too, like just getting tapped back into my um, spiritual awareness, getting into stocks, other investing tools, things like that too. So there's, there's the music and there's also just the grown man shit that needs to happen too. Okay. <laughs> Just need to get all those things going at the same time and make, make sing as grand and as big as he can be. Mm-hmm. I have um, a couple, I would like to release a project again, probably another, another EP or an album in 2022. Um, so I have a lot of music in the works, tons and tons of ideas. Just need to sit down and hash them all out. Mm-hmm. Um, so just always creating, always in progress and ready for, for what's to come in 2021. Well, that, listen, that's 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 a lot. Now, I'm not saying it's a lot. That's just you just in, on the path, going in a direction, getting the car to keep moving, right? That's you know it. what I'm saying? It's, it's just regular every day. I'm just gonna wake up and do what I normally do. That's <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I I thought about just how you have kind of taken. You know, it's not about R&B per se, but how you've taken R&B and rock and, and fuse them together. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I speak about the future. Also think about like brothers like yourself who've been in the game for a little bit. What do you think about this? I ain't gonna say the state of R&B because I hate to say that. That's such, such a stupid question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel R&B is safe? Mm. Well, it depends. It depends on who's listening to it and who's performing it. So I think this generation right now has a different idea of what R&B is um, than people who were listening in the early 2000s, people who were listening in the 90s, people listening to it in the 80s. Yeah. Um, today on radio stations, you can hear, yeah, the station with the best hip hop and R&B, and you listen all day and not hear not one R&B song. Not one. <laughs> What's happening? But no. if you go to a, a, like an adult contemporary station or a station that plays like 90s hits, 
you might get a little more touch of R&B then, like when they start having the groups, you know, in those powerhouse power ballad vocalists. Yeah. But the game, the R&B game has changed so much. And I'm not going to like down anybody who gives them a title of whatever in the R&B world. But just a lot of a lot of singers are not really singers, in my opinion. Like you get on stage and you don't sound like the record. You don't sound better than the record either. You sound a little worse. Like what's going on? <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, but you're doing R&B though. <laughs> you know, so okay. Um, so do I think R&B is safe? In some ways, I do. I just don't think the real, true R&B artists these days are getting the mainstream play that they would have gotten 20 years ago. You have to specifically seek out maybe like a, an adult contemporary station if you want to hear some R&B. You know, so yes, it's safe, but I don't know if the if, if this generation is gonna really get it like previous ones. I can do that. I can do that. See, go ahead and jump in there and ask a question, sis. I was just going to ask, uh, what about advice for the new generation? Advice, I always say it. Really, um, you have to know what you want. And once you know what you want, set clear, clear intentions for yourself and believe. Like, people will say this all the time. Like, believe in yourself. Oh, you can do whatever you want to do. But that belief in yourself part is way bigger than people give it credit. Yes, you know what I mean, very much so. Like, really, like, cause, cause you'll have a thought about something you can do, uh, but I can't really do. I mean, I can't really do that, but you can, you can. You don't need to. You don't need to worry about how. You just have to know that that's what you want to do. The universe will open up and hear that and start pulling you in that direction. They'll start throwing things your way you never thought. We we did not meet by chance. We did not meet by chance. You know what I'm talking about? So, no, no. really, like, know what you want and set clear intentions and see clearly what it is that you want to do. Don't worry about how you're going to get there because you're going to get there. But just be sure of yourself and believe in yourself that it can happen and just watch. Just watch. Seriously. That's real, man. Mm. I've lived it. I've lived it. So I can can speak passionately about it. You're giving testimony, right? We would say that you say that it was a deacon, right? You give a testimony on that one, right? Okay, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Praise dance on that one, right? You know what I mean? Getting going, let me play around here. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all them kids, get the organ going. Don't, don't start with me, man. I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm a PK kid. I, I'm just saying, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> you already know. You already know. No, of course I already know. Of course I already know. I know how it is. I know how it is, man. You know, my, my mama was always wanted to push us to the, to those things. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, I couldn't play. I couldn't play. I only could play gospel in the house. You know what I'm saying? So everything else outside of the house is where I got all my other musical influence. Gotcha. So, you know what I mean? Now he's an MC. Look, yeah, look at your boy. It happens, man. It happens. Hey, look, you know they say people in the church often, they, we, we go secular after a while. You know what I mean? Like after a while, we just, hey, I got to go do something else. You know, yeah. my, it's just the way it is. But my bad, T, go ahead, go ahead and throw another question at him. Yes, sis. <laughs> yeah, I asked you about. Sorry, because <laughs> we're we're such a community singer. So I asked about the advice. What's one thing that, you, like, I, your career's not over, but you know how sometimes you look back on it, and one thing you can say that you have overcame, and that helped benefit your career. Mm-hmm. I've over. I've overcome, and thank you for a great another great question. The need to try to please everyone. Mm. Our artistry. You try to please one person, they'll be happy, but then what about everybody else? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you, then you go back and try to please those people, and then what happens? You left those people stranded, and now everybody else is like, well, you're flip-flopping. What are you doing? Like, I don't know what to expect from you anymore. I would had to really get over the fact that I'm not going to please everyone. The only person I need to be happy with who was doing this and who was putting in the time, the hours, the work, the practice is me. As long as I'm happy with the product that I'm putting out, with the music that I'm releasing, and the messages that I want to share with people, I can only hold myself accountable for that. If I want to sell out and do whatever I think is popular, that's also on me. You know what I mean? But I think the biggest thing um, is really just staying true to yourself. That's it. No matter what, you know, because either way, people are going to love you or hate you. So it doesn't matter. Just do what makes you happy. And that's what I'm doing. Exactly what makes me happy. That's real. And like I said, if you like it and love it and want more of it, you know where to find me. You can come get it. And if it's not for you, that's all right, too. <laughs> this should... Don Juan talking over here somewhere. 
Man, <laughs> juice. Oh, man. You guys want to, like, oh, I can't do this because nobody's going to like it. Just do you, and you'll succeed, mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And that's what a lot of artists today have done anyway. Yeah. I mean, artists, um, music artists, actors, they're just doing roles that they feel is going to really put them where they need to be. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. art was created to express yourself and you don't want to express something that's not you. How would you do that? It's true. It's it's so true. It's so true. Todd, Todd, you got any other questions? I'm sure you do, bro. Yeah, yeah, I got one more question. Um, Saying you wrote you wrote hits for big groups and artists. Uh, do you take requests for people needing your talents on their songs? Oh, absolutely. As far as writing, yes. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm very open to um, to writing, collaborating, doing features for people. Um, this is what I do. I do I do music. So anyone, if anyone needs anything <laughs> musically, okay. I'm always down. I can't say that it's you know, always going to be pro bono. Right. Like, like I mentioned, like if you if you like what you're doing, you're good at what you do, you should be paid for it. You should. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make sense not to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but there are some cases where if I just vibe with somebody, we can just create all day if you want to. I'm cool with it. Um, but the talent has to be to that level. Level, yeah. You know, if we not yeah. vibe, if I'm if you're here as a collaborator and I'm here. This it's not really a fit. No, completely. If, if we're vibing and we're there, I'll work with you all day, all day. You don't even have to worry about a thing because at that point, it's not about the money. We're creating. Mm. If it's meant to be. It'll be, and it'll come to us that way. And that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's true, man. It's certainly, it's certainly true. It is certainly true. You know, the the one question I had before we ended was, has the goals changed from when you first started? Hmm. Oh, big time. Big time. When I when I first started, when I first started, I saw myself doing music like like Michael Jackson, like doing some music like that. And then when I got out of grade school, I wanted to play piano more and sing more. Wanted to do that. Then once I got into high school, I wanted to be in a group. Ended up being in a group in high school. Uh, I also went to Philadelphia University of the Arts for one year before I went to Berkeley. Um, I was in a group there. Then I came to Berkeley. I was in a group there. And that lasted forever. And the dream was to have that group be something along the lines of like, like an NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, actually. Mm. Because I was into the, like, to that brand of pop and singing and dancing. Like, the big stage, all the fans, and that, like, that show. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, I came right back to where I started. With the Michael Jackson, with the rock and the R&B. So, and that's, that's, where I'm, that's where I am now. So the goals changed a lot along the way. A lot along the way, so. You know, I, I ask that because people don't, you know, we start on a journey saying, and we, we often feel like, you know, this is what I'm gonna do. The journey is, is peaks and valleys, it's swirly, you know, the road is never straight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as we're on the journey, we may see something that we are just like, I, I, I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. as well you know what i mean i ask I, I say that because like sometimes people people don't think that it's it's important for your goals to change mm-hmm. you know what i mean you might be stuck I'm, I'm gonna be a rapper that's what i'm gonna be for the rest of my life that's it i don't care ain't nothing else you can get me to do right but as you as you get on like you said like after a while you're like Yo, I, I know i can sing i don't mm-hmm. i don't have to prove that to nobody <laughs> right I, I can sing right. let me go do something else let me see what else i can do you know what I mean? And that's why that's why I asked her to go change it. And I asked that family because like I want everybody to realize that whatever you set out to do in your life, whatever you do, sometimes the goals change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes you might you might feel like I want to come out and be the best solo artist there ever was. And you might do that and it might not be successful. It might be successful. Right. But you might find out later on down the line that you're better at helping others better aircraft mm-hmm. you know yeah you might, you might find out that you that you fit in in a different a different area within the industry right and, and that's why I, i'm saying you got to open up your mind and not be so stuck on on one thing if you love what you do i'm sure god gave you other gifts to do them with that's right so 
it's like you got you got to go at them at in a certain aspect. Like I said, you you mastered the singing thing. I can sing. I know I can sing. Let me go get into this rock. Let me go get this rock. Let me go yeah. get my, yeah. You know what I mean? my, my my brother Ty. Ty's an MC, but Ty's also a chef. You know what I mean? Ty talk long, about it. As long as, as as whatever. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. T, T, T's a writer, but she's also a podcaster. You know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. a it's a, it's a it's important for us family to make sure that all of our gifts and talents are part of our goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not, not we're not it's not just one because in this day and age, we can't just do one thing anymore. We got to be multifaceted. We got to be multi-talented. We got to be able to have different streams of income. It is just the way it is in America. Mm-hmm. So, right. if, you know, like I said, I say all that family. Singh brought his story to us today. He shared his stories with us today. And I'm honored that he came on tonight and, and expressed just his, his journey. You know what I mean? Like I said, family, again, it's extensive. But you got to know that that we all got to walk a road. And, and to get to where we're going, there's going to be peaks and valleys, going to be bumps. But never lose sight of your goals. You can always add on more to them. Mm-hmm. You know, never lose sight of them. So on that note, Sing, I'm, I want to leave it to you, my brother. Let you, you know, end out the show the way you need to end it out. Go ahead and say your, your sign-off to your people, your shout-outs, all that good stuff. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I want to thank you all for, for one having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Great questions, great vibes, great energy. I love it. If y'all y'all can have me back anytime you want to, we family yeah, you now. Family. You, family. Right. you said it first. You said it first. <laughs> I, you said it first. <laughs> yeah, man. We we locked in there. We locked in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, just my message to the people again is just really like if you know what you want to do, um, just do that. Full full heartedly, just go at it with with all of your intention and all your motive right behind it, and push what you know you can do with clear intentions. Um, that's what I'm doing. That's the that's the best way to live. And I wish y'all all the best with that. You can find me on all your socials at It's The Real Sing. You're going to type all of that in, at It's The Real Sing. So that's your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, my music is on Spotify, Apple Tunes, Deezer, Napster, Apple uh, thing, Google thing, Amazon thing. It's everywhere. You know, just look it up. Sing, Dirty Truth. Um, and just, just enjoy. Enjoy the stories. Enjoy the vibe, the music. If you like it, love it, and want more of it, be sure to hit that follow and subscribe button on all those socials, too. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Now, I'm going to tell you, I saw this video on Instagram. That's how I got to you. Okay, Sing? Mm-hmm. My wife was like, my wife was sitting here next to me. She was like, baby, you need to see this. Uh-oh. I'm like, <laughs> And she saw me this brother get up on me on this microphone with this band. And I'm like, what's this brother doing? Now, I'm a live band, live band man. I love live bands. I perform a live band if I, I over and over a track any day of the week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he get up there, he starts singing. I say, baby, click me. She she tagged me right into the thing. Tag me immediately. Immediately. <laughs> let me go let me follow. Let me subscribe. Let me go check you. Right. And family, like I, I only say that because like the brother's talented. You know, you find many times people just sing. You know what I mean? No pun intended again. Mm-hmm. People just get up there, they just want to sing. Well, this brother can sing, okay? Mm-hmm. He has he has done so much in his career. And, you know, he is a super talent. He's extremely talented at what he does. And family, I, I definitely suggest you go out there, you get the dirty truth, you check out his EP, you go check out his website, you go check him out anywhere he is on social media platforms, and go check him out live when we start again. Yes, because right. this boy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, family, I'm telling you, family, this is the truth. <laughs> Okay, it's more the truth. Mm. You know, Philly own, and you know we're gonna talk. Well, we didn't get a chance to talk about that Philly thing, but we will next time we bring you on. I promise. I promise. I promise. Anytime. Anytime. But family, you know, on that note, y'all, you know, I really appreciate you guys listening each and every week. Family, we have just passed twenty five hundred downloads, and we are continuing to grow. I'm very happy for that, family. So on that note, we thank y'all. We really appreciate y'all for all that you do and the love and the comments and the support. So as we do on every show, remember, family, we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic, so please, please, please wear your mask, wash your hands, and practice social distancing. Also, remember, take nothing for granted. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So go call your friends, call your family, call your loved ones, and tell them that you love them. So family, until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Peace. 
Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on. Fight on.